I came from a low-income family that was, that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. We got Charlie Puth calling into the Buster Show right now. I got our boy. Hang on one sec. All right. Uh, hello? Yo! Oh, wait. Someone wants to say hi to you. Andrea wants to say hi to you. <laughs> Andrea. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Well, and welcome to Tampa. Yeah, how about that, right? And my first artist on FLZ is your boy. Yeah, I know. Just so tell me on uh, Saturday we were at a, uh, a function, but you got to do this because he's, I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get to work. All right. All right, sounds good. Charlie Puth, where are you at, dude? I'm in New York City. Doing like what? Are you working? Because you got a big album coming out. You got a lot going on. You're a busy guy, right? I, uh, one could one could think that. I am pretty busy, but I'm just uh, you know doing the thing, running around. Voice Notes finally comes out Friday. It's been like a year and a half in the making, and very excited. This isn't your first go anymore. You've obviously sort of been down this road before, so do you have expectations going into release You know, release day and what you're going to do when you wake up, how you're going to, you know, are you going to exercise different? What, what, what happens when you wake up on Friday? I'll probably see how people react to it on social media for about 10 minutes, and then I'll turn it off and kind of just go about my day. And I can usually feel if people are listening to the music, so it'll, I'll, I'll be happy if people just listen to the music. At what point do you reach your cap where you're like, you know what? I've been reading way too many tweets about everything. I'm just going to shut it all down here. I just don't read too many tweets. I'm not. Everybody always thinks I'm on Twitter. I'm like, I check I check it once a day because it's part of my job. I usually just look at GOAT, which is a shoe app. <laughs> I may not be doing now. Wait, let's talk about shoes. What's the shoe game looking like right now? I am eyeing a gray pair of Air Max 97s on GOAT. Ooh! Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just getting in. I'm just I'm just getting into the oh the Tinker Hatfield, the architect of the modern sneakers. These Air <laughs> Jordan Three Retros NRG Tinkers are pretty cool too. But um, do you like wearing sneakers on stage? Do you find it helps you a little bit more com- be comfortable? I definitely don't like wearing high heels on stage. I meant in terms of wearing dress shoes, Charlie. Yeah. Um, I probably like wearing sneakers. Yeah, it's fun. This tour, I'll probably wear a couple sneakers. I'm going to run around on stage and, and do the shang, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, uh, Charlie Puth, one of the cool things I've gotten to experience, you know, I, just a few years ago, I got to work for the record label that you're signed to, Atlantic Records, wonderful people over there. That's right. Yeah, and we got to drive around a little bit, and one of the cool things that when you had my job there is I get to be around you guys when you're, say, getting ready, like, you're in the middle of sound check mode and what what people don't realize is your vocal exercises especially you in order to be able to hit that range that you could hit you have some unique exercises that you do is there anything that since i've known you in that first promo run that you've kind of added to the vocal uh regimen there there's this thing called the vocal fry where you have to you have to sound like uh, a kardashian i'm not gonna say that but you have to sound like someone like just who's like frying their voice you have to go like i don't know how well you can hear that and apparently it's good to get like the mucus off your now we're getting into scientific terms but it's uh, it's good for your vocal folds for to, for to produce nice clean sound 
that can be played in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, well, hey, listen, dude, Charlie Puth, I know you're running around, so I want to let you get back to it, but thank you so much for calling into my first week here, and we'll have to get you back down to Tampa here soon, right, man? Absolutely, I'm, and congratulations, by the way. It's really big thing. Hey, congratulations to you too, man. Voice notes, continue much success, my friend. Thank you, bro. Good to hear your voice again. Hi, my name is Felicia. How are you? What up, Felicia? I'm awesome. <laughs> Good. <laughs> what can I do for uh, you? I didn't win, did I? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> what? Well, did you answer the phone? I'm like, oh my God, I've never won anything. And I'm like, well, he didn't say anything yet. Yep, you still didn't. Wow. <laughs> Hey, but listen, <laughs> I got another shot for you to score some money. Uh, $625,000. Okay. All right, don't mess up now. I'm, I'm going to stick to it. I'm an old girl, but I'm hanging there. All right, good luck. 625. You, you know what radio station? 93.3. I listen to you guys all the time. I listen to you all the time. <laughs> hey, hoping to win some money. Yeah, your next chance to win money is coming up at 525. That's a thousand bucks cash on command. 25. I'm down. What do you, hey, what are you gonna do with a thousand bucks? Got a baby on the way. Hey, are you sure you're the dad? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's testing still inconclusive. I'm just saying, you know, it's a thousand bucks. You know, you don't want to go blowing that if the kid's not yours. You got a point. All right. And what's going on today, Bill? I'm retired from the state. I live in the mobile home park, 55 over. It's safe here. Okay, and what's up? You got a girlfriend over there? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I'm friendly with them, but no sex or anything with them. <laughs> Are there ever ones that you want to be hooking up with like that? I've met three ladies and didn't work out. Whoa, why did it didn't work out, you think? It may be that my truck has 275,000 miles on it. Yeah, it might be your problem that you need a new car. Yeah, I think that would help a little bit. Well, listen, Bill, I got a thousand bucks I'm giving away soon. <gasps> wow. Yeah, you could use uh -huh. that towards a new truck. Wow, thank you so much. No, 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 I'm not, this. listen, relax. I'm not giving you $1,000 right now. I'm just saying that I'm about oh. to be giving away $1,000 soon, and you could win yeah, that $1,000. Okay, well, I'll turn it back up then. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the one, the only... Oh, oh, oh. And you may ask yourself, how did I get here? What's up, Buster Nuts? This is the first ever Buster's World done from the cockpit of Tampa Bay's number one hit music channel, 93.3 FLZ. Shout out to these guys. This is where I'll be. Actually, I got a couple studios I'll kind of be working out of here. But nonetheless, Buster's World is parked here on Gandy Boulevard in Tampa Bay, Florida. Well, wait. Is it Tampa, Florida or Tampa Bay, I'm still a little back. I think, like, the city is called Tampa, and then it, the area is Tampa Bay, I guess, right? I don't know. I'm going to figure all of these things out as I start working here, which, okay, so I want to get into this place and how cool it is, but we should go back to where it starts, right? Because if you're paying attention and you are happening to be listening to these in chronological order, you know that I was in Indianapolis last 
And I desperately wanted to share where I was on the move to because I'm so excited to be here. And now we we can. I probably really don't even want to go into how long like uh, this was in the works or anything like that. I, I you know more or less just know that this radio game is like it's crazy. Sometimes it can be like sports. Sometimes you know you feel like an athlete, even though you know <laughs> I definitely don't feel like an athlete. But, you know, you get traded around different cities, different teams, people, you know, companies know when your contracts are up. It's a performance-based industry, so what you do at one job could very well lead you to the next, or what you do at many previous jobs could lead you down the road. I I felt like every move I've had in my career has definitely set me up for the next one like for instance you know the guy who brought me into this building here in tampa and brought me into the company he was a client of mine when i worked for atlantic records what three years ago something like that but he had also known my work in radio and of course i knew of him and so for us to work together down the line all those other pieces had to be in play right that's how it works So the last company that I was with, Radio One in Indianapolis, you know, from top to bottom, they took care of me. So I got nothing but love for everybody over there. And of course, the air staff, hopefully, you know, everybody continues to do well on that radio station. And what does this mean for me? Where, what company am I at now? I am at iHeartMedia, which of course owns iHeartRadio, which of course owns WFLZ 93.3 here in Tampa. And if there's anybody that has known me before and has known the radio wars I've been in against iHeartRadio stations and things that I've said in battle, whatever, man. Because I'll tell you what, you rage against the machine until you are the machine, right? I battle, I battle, I battle, and then you buy in, baby. Heel buster. This is where I turn into the corporate version of me, riding to work in a limo. That's right. Wearing sunglasses and alligator shoes. These shoes cost more than your life. That's what I'm going to start saying. And I'm excited, too. The iHeartRadio app will be distributing Buster's World along with the iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud stuff we've been doing. And then the stuff I get to do on the radio day to day, 3 to 7 in the afternoon. But then iHeart owns so many other radio stations across the country. I'm looking to spread my whatever it is you spread. So I'll get to take advantage of all those outlets, not to mention, hey, the corporate swagger that comes along with an iHeartMedia email address. So in addition to the show that I'll have here in Afternoon Drive, also during the day, I'll be the assistant program director, uh, which, you know, I guess means I'm just kind of overseeing all day-to-day operations, making sure I just got to make sure this thing doesn't fuck up. The ratings are fantastic. Of course, we can grow in plenty of areas, but for me... It's about jumping in, getting a hold of the machine here, and then adding my my shit to it. You know, doing a little bit of what I do. I'm excited, though, man. Everybody here seems really cool. And I even went out with a few of the staff members over here on Saturday. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went to a station event, and then afterwards we went bar hopping. And I think there was, yo, not, yeah, like I, I'm skipping over the fact that I'm like, we went bar hopping. We went to some... Like Drag Queen Bar, which I remember I accidentally said to Katie Summers, the girl that works here. I was like, what's going on? Is this like a tranny bar? And she's like, you're an idiot. It's not trannies. They are drag queen. Like, they're in drag. You're an asshole. I'm like, oh. Whoop. 
I also remember uh, there's a girl who, Queen is her name. She works over at The Beat here, and I just remember bugging her because I think she, like, I just feel like her personality was, like, nuts. Plus, I would have been drinking a lot, so I'm like, dude, you got to get on my podcast. You're so cool. It'd be so cool. I just want to talk to you about, like, relationships and shit. She probably thinks I'm hella weird. Whatever. So keep checking us out here, not only on the podcast, but stream when I'm on 3 to 7 on the iHeartRadio app here at 933FLZ. And and that's all, like, by the way, that's all the professional stuff. That's all the cool stuff involved in this whole move. And But we could reel this up a little bit. We could talk about the fact that I've been sleeping on an air mattress for a couple of weeks. I started sleeping on it my last night in Indy. Because the movers came on that Friday, then I left Saturday morning. Hit the road, me and Ori. He was good on the drive. Did eight hours to Atlanta. Got to see my buddy and his family. Ori was not the best dog over there. I don't know, he was kind of embarrassing. He kept getting under their furniture and eating dust and then, like, throwing up the dust. Come on, dude. Then I I had some Italian food, which was really good. But I think I might have got a little, I don't know, I don't know if it sat right. And I got the bubble guts. I didn't want to blow up their bathroom that I was at. Because, like, it would have just been a bad look. So, I got the hell out of there super early. And I went to the closest, like, you know, little rest stop thing. Murdered the scene. Got here Sunday night. My boss had texted me and was like, hey, why don't you come over? I'm throwing some steaks on the grill tonight. So, I literally drove into a steak. Not bad. Where I live, I live in St. Pete. My place is pretty nice. My furniture will finally be here tomorrow. So uh, a little over a week, almost, what, 10 days? I don't know. It'll be nice to get on a real bed. My blow-up mattress blew up like it deflated on me while I was sleeping last night. I woke up in the middle of the air mattress that was deflated, and it was on the floor. God. And I've, like, had to use air mattresses before, so I guess I understand. I know what this is. Them things are only temporary. Shit, back in the day, your boy used to get down on an inflatable. Popped one doing that, too. I got to tell you about this steakhouse that I discovered here. I discovered it. I'm such an, like, I didn't discover anything. Someone showed it to me. It's, according to a lot of lists, it's the number one steakhouse in America. It is amazing. On the outside, it's called Burns Steakhouse. On the outside, you it really doesn't look like all that. You got a valet park. You roll up. It's weird. They have different dining rooms. There's a lot of rooms in this place. So where we ate was technically the lounge, which was nice. It was nice enough to be anybody else's dining room. And But then they had actual like dining halls. And the reason why I got to see all that is because we took a tour. Th- th- this is how dope this place is. When you get there, they ask if you've been there before. And then they ask if you want a tour of the kitchen and a tour of the wine cellar. And then if you'll be going to the dessert room. And we did all that. The tour of the kitchen was cool and nice and you know, whatever. It wasn't crazy. Although they do grow a lot of things there that normal places would, I guess, would buy. Even the parsley, it's weird how they have it growing in the kitchen. So things like that, cool. Then they took us through the wine cellar. There was like $50,000 bottles of wine that were 200 years old that were from like the 1800s. It was nuts. And a little creepy. You felt like there were ghosts in that down. Because there were so many aisles and so many dark. It was dark. It was weird. I don't know. But I dug it. Then you come up to the dessert room. Holy balls. They sit you in this little, like, 
I don't know. You feel like you're almost like in Amsterdam, like at a hostel or like waiting on your like private dance. But the dessert is crazy. I got the macadamia nut sundae. That shit was slamming. Couldn't even eat the whole thing. Left there, could barely move. Now let's get to some wrestling. We're going to cover Raw from this week. Backlash, do we really need to get into? Nothing really happened that was noteworthy whatsoever. It was just match. It was kind of like the Greatest World Rumble. Cool. Wrestling matches happened, but no real progression either way. So we can skip it. We'll have to hold on to SmackDown until next week, though. I like what they're doing about keeping the briefcase above the ring. Very point to the WrestleMania sign-esque. Keeps a running theme. Makes the briefcase even more important. I love that. The qualification matches. Reminds me of the old King of the Ring stuff they used to do back in the day. I'm into it. Finn Balor, Braun Strowman being the first two to get qualified. I like that. I also like that we saw a little bit of heel Balor. I don't know if that's a foreshadowing whatsoever. Could just be part of his deal. Either way, I dig it. Seth Rollins' open challenge with the IC belt. He's going to have to keep that rolling in order for that to be impressive after Miz's Intercontinental Championship run. Beating Mojo Raleigh. Great. But you know, that's I want to see Deaton Ambrose, when he finally does come back, I want to see him come out and challenge Seth Rollins for that belt. Makes absolute sense. I don't know if Dean Ambrose is going to be good or bad when he comes back. Doesn't matter. Even if he is good and they are friends, even better. Kevin Owens, can we talk about how he's just a, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a walking Hall of Famer. Living legend. He tells a story in every match. That's why they rely on him to hold an abundance of the wrestling on Monday nights right now. He's he's the greatest bad guy next to the Miz. And I don't even know if they're one's better than the other. I'm saying they're next to each other, right? And I was happy to see the uh Braun Strowman steamroller come back again this week. I thought the Bobby Lashley, a couple of their misses this week. I thought the Bobby Bobby Lashley thing. What was that? What what? What? Uh, Titus Worldwide. Are these guys good guys now? Ever since title, Titus World Slide, now he's silly, so I guess he's cool. And then the No Way Jose Baron Corbin feud. Whatever, dude. I love Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. As we know, I was blowing those guys last week. Can we give them a story? I don't want to just do squashes with them. They deserve, they should be starting some shit. I'd like to see them go at Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I know it's a bunch of heels, but screw it. I want to see Ziggler write his own rules. If anybody can pull off that hybrid bad guy, good guy shit, it's Ziggler. And then McIntyre's just got to hang out behind him. I'm starting to get concerned over Bobby Roode. I love Bobby Roode. I love everything about him. And for some reason, I feel like just a little stale around him. Everything he does, nothing. I'm not excited. I like when he comes out, but I can't tell you anything noteworthy that he's done lately. I have no idea. And then the last thing I'm going to bitch about, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. It's great. I love the deleter of worlds. That's cool. But they're doing a little too much crossing over to each other's deal. They should have just, they should be a whole different thing. Not like their entrance music's mixed together. That's weird. If anything, Bray Wyatt should have just came over to the whole Woken universe. And we don't, but then again, how are you going to get rid of the doom, 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 while they're carrying the light fixture? Yeah, you can't get rid of that. Whatever.
We can talk SmackDown and more uh, Money in the Bank next week. Until then, as I said, go check out everything on iHeartRadio. Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 on 93.3 FLZ here in Tampa. And then it's going to keep growing, son. I'm already talking to all my friends in this company. I'm trying to be on every single one of these damn radio stations. Got a couple things in the works. Hit me on social media if you made it this far at FM Buster. Maybe I'll send you a shirt.